Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, your source for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. And if you need any further evidence that we are indeed experiencing the very beginning of a real estate boom, not just the fabulous news that I told you about yesterday about the pending home sales. Well, it turns out that the builders now are reporting the best numbers since 2008, I think it was. So in other words, this housing recovery is not just here. This housing recovery has already started, and it is in full steam, and it's going to be incredible, and it's going to last seven to ten years. Make sure you are in the right place mentally, you are in the right place uh, you know, psychologically in terms of your mindset, so that you can be in the right place financially over the next 7 to 10 years as you gain from all this incredible uh, opportunity that's in front of us to help others and make a ton of money. So today's radio show is going to focus on the concept of double-ending your listings. Now this is something we've talked about before, but it's becoming even more and more important. I'm sure you guys have seen in the uh, news recently, we reported on the blog, that Zillow is now doing a coming soon uh, feature on their website. And a lot of you guys have been doing coming soon type listings all along. And we, I think one of our first radio shows were, was about uh, specifically how to do a real effective coming soon campaign. Because here's the bottom line. It is your job to sell your own listing. Now, there's an interesting apathy, or apathy has entered into the real estate business that's kind of interesting to me, where a lot of agents think their job is just to list the property and put it in the MLS and allow that property to be sold through a co-op. Now, that's an interesting thing because of the fact, do you guys realize that in most parts of the world, there is no co-op, there are no buyer agents? In other words, if you go to England and you wanted to purchase a property, there is a centralized place where they put their properties advertising them for sale, but there is no formalized co-op. So when you, when you list a property for a seller, the seller expects you to sell it. So that got me thinking, what if there, and I'm just making this up so no one freak out, but what if there were a law to pass that said, you know, there is no more co-op, no more buyer agency. In order for you to be in real estate, you A, have to be a listing agent, and B, you have to have the ability to list your own, or I'm sorry, sell your own properties. No more co-op, no more buyer agency, no more buying buyer leads, no more all this other stuff, and that just leaves agents that know how to list properties, and of course, then it is your job to sell your own property. Could you do it? A lot of you guys have learned or are learning how to be great listing agents, but what does that really mean in the traditional sense? What that means is you have learned or are learning how to be good at convincing a seller to list their house with you. But is that really the same as being someone who's good at selling houses or good at selling their listings? It isn't, is it? If we're not fooling ourselves, if we're being honest, what a lot of us have become good at is, again, convincing sellers to list with us, putting it in the MLS that a price will sell and waiting for another realtor to sell it for you. Are you really selling anything as a listing agent, or is your sales job really just convincing the seller to list with you in the first place? 
The mindset in our industry for a long time has just been that, that you convince a seller to list with you, you price it, put it at a price that will sell, and you put it in the MLS, and then you pray for another agent to sell it. You plead with your, uh, the other agents in your office to show it. You, know, you put a sign in the yard, all the you know, standard 5P things, that, you know, the 5Ps of, that most listing agents do. Those things, guys, are obsolete in this new real estate economy because I'm here to tell you, there's a lot of reasons to believe the conventional MLS model is going to go away. It is very, very conceivable to believe that we're going to see these big brokerages around the country get together and decide that they're going to do their own spin-off MLSs. In other words, the big companies will have their own MLSs, and maybe they'll you know, co-op, maybe they won't. But one thing I know that they will do is they're going to focus on double-ending listings. They're going to focus on giving the opportunity to sell the new listings to their inside agents first. If you are a big brokerage and you are seeing that you are losing a lot of your leads to this big independent non-industry controlled websites like Zillow and Trulia, wouldn't you be thinking that? Well, guys, I'm here to tell you that's exactly what's happening. So the apathy that's entered into our industry over agents basically sticking the houses in the MLS and waiting for someone else to uh, sell them, those agents who've never actually learned how to sell their own listings, they're not going to be listing agents for very long. And something else that you guys know that's happening is it's becoming very transparent. Our industry has become very transparent. It's very easy now because there's lots of little independent sites that are now reporting on your actual sales statistics. The MLS data is becoming public. Agents, obviously, these review sites for agents have been around for a while now. The concept of not knowing how to sell your own inventory is coming to an end. Yes, you still have to be brilliant at convincing sellers to list with you, but you have to be even more brilliant learning how to sell your own listings. Hopefully this is not a concept that is foreign to a lot of you because, hey, guess what? When you sell your own listings, you make twice the commission, don't you? So on today's radio show, I wrote down seven points that I want all of you guys to take notes on and employ in your business immediately. Forever lose the mindset that it's only your, your job of selling essentially ends after the seller signs the listing contract. That's just when your job begins. And I'm going to give you seven points to hopefully uh, shift your mindset and help you realize what a huge opportunity double-ending your own listings. Money aside, but all the other opportunities that create. So I wrote down seven points, seven specific things you can do to double-end more of your listings. We'll talk about that after our quick commercial break. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where do they learn what they know? And more importantly, how do they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. 
However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best, not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. Okay, we are back. So here's the game again. A law is passed. No more by your agency. No more co-oping. You list a property, you're expected to sell the property. You can't wait around for somebody else to sell it for you. Your mindset immediately has changed. Yes, you now know how to be a killer listing agent. You've learned from us what you need to say, how do you need to overcome the seller's objections, the whole nine yards. You've gotten good at that, but now you have to actually sell your listings. What would you be doing differently? How would you be treating the industry different? What different steps would you be taking? So with that in mind, let's talk about this. I want you to focus from now on having the mindset that if you co-op, if you have to co-op any of your listings, you have made a mistake. In other words, you have failed to deliver on what you promised to the seller. When you speak to a seller, don't they expect you to sell the listing? Aren't they hiring you to be their listing agent? I mean, honestly, when was the last time you went to a seller and you explained to them that you're just going to basically price it right, stick it in the MLS, and wait for some realtor who you probably don't even know who's never seen the house before to sell it to their buyer? That isn't what the public expects from us. They expect you to sell your own listings. So from now on, at least consider having the mindset that co-oping, having to rely on somebody else to sell your listing is failure. Start with that mindset because then that will really hold you accountable to getting better results. So double into all your listings. I don't have to tell you the benefits of it. You'd make twice the money. Not only do you make twice the money, but when you double in your own listings, you also are putting yourself in a position to control the entire transaction, meaning there's less hassle and less work. How often are you co-oping where the buyer's agent is, frankly, inexperienced and not very professional, and you end up having to do both sides of the transaction anyway? Happens all the time, doesn't it? So when you double in your own listings, you get paid both sides of it. You do Usually it's about half the work, and you make the seller happy. You make the buyer happy. You can control the transaction and all the other good things that come from happy clients. In other words, repeat and referral clients. So here's your specific plan. I went, so first of all, you take a new listing. In your MLS, you're going to probably be required to put the MLS or put the listing in the MLS within a certain amount of time. You know, 24 hours, 48 hours, whatever your MLS says. 
But you know as well as I do, you can write an extent, you can write an exclusion to that, where the seller. Now you have to put this in writing. You have to have the seller sign it. You have to make it an actual addendum to the listing contract. But it doesn't need to be anything over over elaborate. Seller authorizes, you know, Tim and Julie Harris to uh, pre-market the property to their potential buyers for seven days or ten days prior to the house being available in the MLS. Or you can say basically the seller has agreed to list the pro- or to you know basically delay the listing of the property in the MLS by seven to ten days. Uh, just and that's all it needs to say. It doesn't have to say anything more than that. The bottom line is is to protect yourself in case somebody gets all huffy and decides to report you to the MLS for not putting your listings in the MLS within the agreed amount of time for the contract. You can show that the seller uh, had already agreed to allow the you know allow you an opportunity to market it and sell it to your own buyer. No big deal, but definitely have a listing contract signed, definitely have some sort of addendum agreed to. The next stage to all of this is you do want to put the listing on every listing portal that you can think of. I would strongly encourage you to not put it on uh, Realtor.com, Trulia, or Zillow if you can avoid it. Why? Because then you're just going to get inundated with all the you know, buyer's agents asking where the, house, the heck the house is. I'm talking about doing more guerrilla marketing. I'm talking about Craigslist. I'm talking about all the millions of other little websites you can put the house on to get those buyer leads and those buyers to call you. But what do we know about buyers? We know about the, the fact that the most motivated, ready-to-buy buyers, they're not really looking on the Internet. They're looking in neighborhoods. The looking on the Internet buyers are the ones that are in the early stages of ready-to-be buyers. They're just starting to get their, doing their research. They haven't committed to a realtor. They haven't committed to a particular community. They haven't even committed to whether you know, they're going to buy a house or not. They're just looky-loos. That gets back to the reason why so many of these leads you guys are buying, you know, if you guys are you know, frankly being suckered into buying buyer leads, that you're finding that the buyer lead quality stinks. It stinks because the buyer leads are not the ones that are really motivated to buy the house. The best buyers, what have they done? What's the process? We've talked about this on this radio show before. They have determined. Think about this. Your last buyer, the last great buyer that you had, they probably came to you already knowing what city they wanted to live in, what community they wanted to live in, what neighborhood they wanted to live in. And depending on your market, they may have even told you the 10 streets that they wanted to uh, live on. So with that in mind, the best buyers, guys, remember your coach told you this, are always the ones that are driving the neighborhoods, going to the open houses on the weekend. Knowing that those best buyers are going to be the ones. Now, let's be clear. A lot of those buyers may have filled out forms on the Internet. They may have had realtors put them in their drip systems. They may have gone through all the typical early-stage buyer cycles, you know, in terms of getting all these emails from all these different agents because these, you know, typical buyer goes to you know, what, three or four different websites, fills out three or four different forums, gets the same exact listing information from three or four different agents, but they have not committed to any of those agents, which, by the way, goes back to another reason why drip systems don't work like they did seven to ten years ago because they're, the typical buyer is in too many different drip systems and they lose their effectiveness because they just stop opening the emails because the emails are always the same information. But when they start driving the neighborhoods, guys, those are your best buyer leads. I want you to have a sign on every single one of your listings. And it can be a sign that goes up before your listing that says coming soon. You can even change the language and be more creative if you want to, right? In a, for a preview call, that kind of thing. But what every one of you need to be using is 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. So write that down. 
1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM needs to go on every single one of your for sale signs. It needs to go on if you do a, a coming soon sign before your formalized for sale sign. Don't have them call your cell phone. Certainly don't have them call your office. Don't send them a QR code. Don't send them to any place else except to tell them to call the 800 number. Go to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM and you'll understand the power of that system. Now, remember, the best buyers are driving the neighborhoods. The best buyers are going to be looking for the new listings that pop up. So definitely have a sign in the yard. Definitely direct them to call the 800 number. Just a quick preview is when they call the 800 home hotline number. I know it's, you guys are saying, oh my gosh, this technology, I've heard of this before. You know, big deal, they're calling an 800 number and they're hearing information about the house. Yes and yes, but here's the big deal. The wonderful part is that when they call, listen to me, what I'm saying, this is where this stuff turns into magic. When they call the 800 number, because they're calling a toll-free number that you're paying for, they can't block the phone number. So someone could be parked in front of one of your listings right now, calling your 800 number, waiting to get information in the house, the price and whatnot, and the recording uh, is you know, brief to the point, and it's going to give them the basic information, the broad strokes. They're going to hang up the phone, and instantaneously you're going to be sent an SMS, and it's going to tell you their phone number. It's going to tell you the extension that they just dialed. In other words, every listing has its own unique extension. That puts you in the position of not only being able to call them right back because you have their phone number, but also knowing what they called on. So you call them back, and this is the script. I'm going to run it both ways. So I'll, both, I'll be the realtor, and I'll also obviously be the potential buyer. So ring, ring, hello. Hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call our 800 number, we like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. Now, the buyer will have questions because on the recording, assuming you follow the instructions of 800 Home Hotline, on the recording, it will have told you, uh, I mean, it will have told the buyer a price range, not a price. So if it was priced at, say, 330 that would be the low 300s. So if it was at 350 that would be the mid 300s. So if it was 375 that would be the, maybe the upper 300s. You guys get the idea. So they're going to know the price. So here's how the call is going to go. Ring, ring, hello. Hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call the 800 number, we like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. The buyer will go, yes, I'm interested in the house. Is it still available, and what's the current price? That's a great house. Everybody's calling on that one. Let me check real quick. By the way, listen, agents, listen, listen. Which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? Okay, we're going to take a quick pit stop here. Now, why did I ask that question? Because we also know statistically that the first calls you get into 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM are always the neighbors checking the price. Get it, guys? This is the reason you want to do this coming soon stuff. This is when you want, when, This is the reason you want to try to sell your own listings. You'll get more business from it. And remember, the expectation is that you are selling your own listings. The expectation is that they're hiring you, the sales agent, who's not just going to convince them to list the property, but also going to convince the buyer to pay the most for the property. Isn't that how it really works? All right, so 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM, we talked about um, pre-marketing your listings. Now, some more specific and these are kind of like on-the-ground ideas, and these all work. Let's say, for example, you've got this killer new house that's coming available, or condo, it doesn't matter. And it's going, uh, the seller has given you 10 days to pre-market it yourself. You know, maybe, whatever, it's perfect. It's a great property. You know that the second you put it in the MLS, it'll sell like 30 competing offers. It's that great of a property. But, you know, you can also sell it yourself, but you don't currently have a buyer for the property. Here's what I want you to do. This, there's a couple different steps. This is all basic 
boots on the ground type stuff, but it really works. I want you to make a flyer, and the flyer is going to be basic information about the house, bedrooms, baths, and pictures, things like that. Color of flyer is great. Um, and again, always have people for more, you know, for free 24-hour recorded information call 1-800, you know, 555-1212, extension 1234. In other words, every single potential buyer lead is always directed to call the 800 number. Why? Because you capture their information that way. Okay. Remember, that's a really important. Uh, it, you know, frankly, it's a really important secret that a lot of agents don't embrace. 1-800-HOMEHOTLINE.COM. So you're going to have this really nice flyer, and I want you to go and door knock, remember boots on the ground, door knock all, if it's in a condo, obviously the entire development. If it's a, um, you know, if it's a house in a neighborhood, same idea. You guys get the idea. I want you to make a nice flyer. I want you to go door knocking, and it's the easiest script in the world. Hello, I'm Tim Harris with ABC Realty. I just want to let you know that I listed a property on, you know, the third floor or, you know, five houses down, whatever it is, and we're doing a neighbors-only preview you guys listening? We're doing a neighbors-only preview, and you can do it whenever you want to do it, Saturday, or you can do it Sunday before your normally scheduled open house, whatever. But you want to say, this open house uh, for neighbors only uh, will be you know, available, say, from 10 a.m. till noon, and then afternoon, it's going to be open to the general public. I just thought I'd personally invite you to come by and check out the property. And you will find you are going to gener- you're going to have all kinds of nice, easy, no stress conversations as a result of them inviting them to the open house. You can say you can even add questions and say, oh, by the way, do you know of anyone that's thinking about moving into the neighborhood? By the way, are you thinking about putting your property for sale? Because obviously we're generating a lot of buyers from the activity on this particular listing. You guys see how this works? It gets conversations started. You have seen in your own marketplace that one for sale sign always breeds two or three others. You ever notice that? Isn't that weird? I don't know why it works that way, but it does. So you need to go in there and root out those potential listings, go and meet all the neighbors, invite them to the neighbors-only open house. If there's no uh, neighbor home, you know, leave the flyer on the door, Have it, it maybe include a little extra flyer, that, if write something on the flyer that says, please stop by my neighbors-only open house, you guys get the idea. Now, the neighbors only open house, depending on how effective you are at pre-marketing it, will either be a big success or it won't in terms of the number of people that show up. But your main job at this neighbors only open house is to meet and greet. It is not to tour. You are supposed to meet everyone that walks in the door. Do not follow them around the property. Because again, your goal is to get to know them and for they have they have familiarization with you. We have told you this, and we'll tell you this all the time because it's such a critical part of information, a piece of information if you want to be successful in this business long term. People work with the first salesperson that they meet. That is a simple fact. People will almost always work with the first salesperson that they meet. If they're thinking about listing their house or buying a property, obviously, and they meet you from an open house or they meet you when you knock on their door or they meet you when, they knock on, when you knock on their apartment, by the way, which I'm about to get to, chances are they're going to work with you. Depending on your market and depending on your price range, you don't have to have too many people decide to work with you for you to have a fantastic year. Some of you guys that we coach are in Manhattan and your average sale price is $2.5 million dollars. Or you're in Bel Air and your average sale price is $2.5 million. How many of those do you have to sell per year to have a really nice year? Not too many, right? So just keep in mind that everybody that you meet when you're doing these meet and greets and you're doing this door knocking, if they're in the market, chances are they're going to work with you just because you're the first person for them to meet. Real estate, any kind of sales, really comes down to just that, that contact. 
Stop hiding behind your email. Stop hiding behind your drip systems. Stop hiding behind these ideas that you can buy your leads and you can buy your way to success. doesn't work like that. It never has and it never will. All right, next, um, local apartment complexes. Same idea, go knock on the door. But for these guys, an idea might be to give them the same type of flyer, but also staple to the flyer payment information about what the payment would be on the subject property that you're holding open. Obviously, you can get that from your local lender. Just call up your local lender and say, you know, I'm holding 123 Elm Street open this Sunday, and um, I would like to, uh, you know, be able to let people know what the payments will be. Could you run different payment scenarios with different down payments and different mortgages and blah, blah, blah. And every lender in the face of the earth will be more than happy to give you a flyer so you can go out there and basically market their loan products. Have that information at the ready at the open house as well. But the point is, is when you're knocking on these adjacent nearby apartments and you're running into these folks that, hey, guess what, are renting, and you show them that they can purchase a house for near or less than what they're paying in rent, how many more buyers are you going to pick up? Okay, now think about this. Let's say you knock on a door and it turns out the person is renting a house and it turns out that person wants to buy the listing you have for sale. Well, the property they're moving out of might be a listing for you if you call their landlord, who's the property owner. You guys get how this works? One conversation leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and the next thing you know, you sold 100 houses. I know what I'm talking about because when Julie and I were in our early 20s, our first year in the real estate business, we sold 103 houses our first year just doing this type of work. It is easy, it is fun, you know and you feel like you're making a difference, you're helping people, you're excited about helping people, they feed off your energy, rinse, wash, rinse, repeat. All right, now, and this is an idea for one of my coaching students this morning, solicit local businesses, soliciting local businesses. Brandon, if you're listening, this was your idea, and I thought it was a great idea. A lot of local businesses are going to have, obviously, employees that maybe sometimes have to commute a far distance to get to work. So they would be potentially interested in purchasing a place closer to work. So consider stopping by any local major businesses and letting them know about the property. Obviously, drop off the flyers. That's a great idea, isn't it? Now, the next one, absentee owner mailers. Again, going back to the idea that you're going to be working in some condo buildings. In those condo buildings, you're going to have a lot of folks that are renters. That's normal, isn't it? So you're going to have a situation where a lot of the owners that you want to be actually soliciting are going to be absentees. Where can you get this information? You can get the absentee owner list from a whole variety of sources. Um, I'll suggest an easy one, uh, uh, sendoutcards.com, sendoutcards.com. You can design your own card. They have zillions of templates. You probably won't want to design your own cards because their templates are great. Drop the information in, and then you can actually tell them who you want to mail the absentee owners, the non-absentees, the non-renters, the non-businesses, or you want to mail to everyone in the particular area. Again, your goal, it is almost July 2014. We're at the peak of the year in terms of what sales will happen for July and August. Some of you have great falls, I know, and some of you, frankly, make more money in the fall than you do in the summer, and that's fantastic too. But just get the fact, get clear in your head that we're at the very beginning stages of the real estate boom, you have tons of opportunities in front of you if you're not experiencing the best year of your career. If you are not feeling like you're in a real estate boom, you've got to do the right thing and request a free coaching call so we can get you going in the right direction. Free coaching calls for agents.com, free coaching calls for agents.com. Now, we obviously give priority for the free coaching calls to our existing coaching students and those of you who are ready to become coaching students. 
So if you fall into those two categories, you will be given priority scheduling. And otherwise, obviously, we'd like to talk with all of you. So if there's anything we can do for you, please go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And remember, from now on, have in your head that when you list a property, it is your job to sell the property to your own buyer, and co-oping is failing. In other words, co-oping means that you gave up and you didn't do your job. Not necessarily true, I realize, but it's a mindset that will result in you making more money. All right? So everyone, I'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. In the meantime, stay frosty and have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.